Welcome to the Millionaire Cookbook. I'm your host, Mohammed Sabri, and I'm looking to provide you with a million dollars worth of value in a single podcast. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Millionaire Cookbook. This is episode 25, and today we're going to be talking about how to make your nutrition plan, your nutrition protocol, simple and fun, yet very, very effective. And this is just going to be a follow-up on the Instagram poll I posted a few weeks ago. I asked what people want to see. People wanted to see sleep the most as far as the next podcast goes. Nutrition came second and then a fitness podcast third, you know, regarding working out and stuff. So I already covered sleep in the last solo podcast and today we're going to be talking about nutrition. So in regards to nutrition, I figured that what better thing to talk about than how to simplify your plan, how to make it fun, and how to ensure it's actually effective. Because with social media, there is a lot of misinformation out there, lots of misleading stuff as well. And, you know, I feel like a lot of this stuff is done with good intention and with the person's best interest in mind. I don't think that any of this is evil or that they're trying to promote something unhealthy. I think it's all done with good intent, but a lot of people misinterpret stuff, misinterpret things or they take it the wrong way or, you know, they just don't know how to go about it. You know, so you go on social media, you see, you kind of see two sides to things. On one side, you know, you see the whole diet culture. You see that people need to eat clean. There's no room for cheap meals. There's no room for error. You need to cut carbs. You need to cut your sugar. You need to do this. You need to do that. That is the wrong way to go about things. It's stressful and it's just, it's not the way to go. On the other side, you have people saying that basically the complete opposite. Uh, You don't need to eat clean at all. You can eat whatever you want. You can still achieve your fitness goals eating whatever the hell you want, whenever you want, whatever you want, all that stuff. And that's wrong too. There's some good to both sides. You should be having somewhat of a structured plan, you know, whether that's written on paper, whether that's in your head. Your nutrition protocol should be somewhat structured and somewhat brainstormed. And it shouldn't be all over the place. But on the other side, it shouldn't be so stressful that it literally just adds stress to your life, you know, because I feel like the purpose of good nutrition is to make you is to make you healthy, more stress free, and just have a better quality of life. But if you're just constantly worrying about it and worrying about where the next calorie is coming from or that your sugar intake is just like half a tablespoon too much, you know, that's just, that doesn't improve your quality of life or your health and most certainly does not lower your stress. So there's both sides to it. So how do you make sure that it's simple, it's structured, it's fun, it's flexible, it's effective? This is basically the way that I write my meal plans for people and 
the way I go about things, whether, you know, it's with a client or like just a one-off program or anything. And just a short little plug, if you do find this information helpful and you want more, just feel free to contact me and I'll get you right with a meal plan, a workout plan, whatever you need. And as well, just a disclaimer before I jump into this, I'm not a medical professional. You should always consult a professional first before you start any nutrition or workout protocol. And if you do have a medical problem that needs actual medical attention, please consult a professional. This podcast is just for educational and entertainment purposes only. So that being said, the first thing you got to recognize in how to make your nutrition protocol simple, fun, effective, all that good stuff. First, you got to find out how many calories you need in a day. This is basically your bread and butter. Because a lot of people, especially on the side of, you know, just eat clean, eat clean, eat clean. They don't really focus on what truly matters, the foundation, which is calories in versus calories out. Now, nutrition is very, very simple. Everybody has a set number of calories that they need in a day to maintain their body weight. And this is based on their age, their gender, their activity level, um, what they do on a day-to-day as far as their job goes and basic activities, their body fat, their height, their body weight. I don't know if I mentioned the same thing twice, but it depends on a lot of factors. And the point being is that no two people are going to have the exact same to the basically decimal how many calories someone needs in a day. People can be really close, but unless two people are the exact same age, the exact same gender, height, body weight, activity level, if they're like a clone of each other, they're not going to have the same maintenance calories. Now, your maintenance calories, another science somewhat word for that is just your total daily expenditure. Basically, the abbreviation is your TDEE, and it's how many calories you need a day to maintain your weight. And that comes from the fact that this is how many calories you actually burn in a day based on all the factors that I talked about. And look at that number. If you want to gain muscle, gain weight, you simply eat more than you burn. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to cut down, you basically eat less. Or on the flip side, it can... it can have to do with um, burning calories as well. It doesn't always have to come from nutrition. So let's say you need 3,000 calories to maintain your weight uh, and you want to lose weight. Instead of eating less, you can simply just do more and eat the exact same. And that way you lose the weight that way. But f- just for the sake of simplicity, we're going to be talking about nutri- nutrition today. So it's that simple, just to start your foundation, find out how many calories you need to maintain your current body weight, figure out your goals. If it has to do with weight gain, eat more. If it has to do with weight loss, eat less calories. You know, when I say eat more, eat less, I'm not talking about the quantity of food. I'm just talking about the the calorie dense, like how calorie dense is the food you're eating? Because look, you can literally eat six meals a day and lose weight. You can also eat three meals a day and gain weight. 
Again, this all has to do with the calories. So once you've established that, just look at your current grocery list. See what you're currently... See what you currently have. Because the way I like to structure things with the meal plans, I don't want to really take away too much of what the person's already doing. Not only does this take away enjoyment from the whole process, it also kind of shocks their body you know you're eating food you're not used to you may not like it your body may not react well to it stick to what you already know and basically from there it's all about portion sizes so you know one person may eat a cup of rice with a quarter cup of chicken someone else may eat two cups of rice with half a cup of chicken or a full cup of chicken it's all about portion sizing now, I know I said it's not all just about the quantity of food you eat, but don't look at it that way. It's more simple to just look at it in portions. You know, you can still eat the exact same foods, just kind of limit how much you're eating of it within basically your calories. Another thing as well is you want to kind of look at cheat meals because... Like I said, there's two sides of it. There's the side where, you know, eat clean 24-7, no room for error. And there's the other side where you got to eat whatever you want. That's the only way to make it fun. You can make it both. You should be able to fit in a cheat meal at least, at the very least, a few times a week. Now, when I write my plans for people, they have an option for a cheat meal pretty much every single day. You know, they get all their macros with the food I give them. You know, they get the carbs they need, the proteins they need, and the fats they need within the calories. And then they usually have some spare calories, have a cheat meal. And if you don't have spare calories, you know what? I'm just gonna go as far as to say, remove something that allows you to have a cheat meal. Now, cheat meals are very, very, very important. One, they add fun to the whole thing. You know, if you never get to have a pizza or a cake or Oreos or whatever you enjoy to indulge in, it's not going to be fun at all. And I don't like it at all. And I don't like seeing people basically miserable with their nutrition plan. Second thing would be it makes everything, how do I word this? It keeps you on track psychologically. You know, because just rewarding your, it gives you a bit of a reward system. When you've been on it, if you eat like 90% clean or 80% clean and you give that 20%, 10-20%, you give yourself that room to basically reward yourself, that's going to keep you going. You're like, you know what? I'm doing so, so well. I had a really good breakfast, really good dinner, really good lunch. Even my snacks are really healthy. But... Let me just indulge in some cake or let me have a few slices of pizza. And you still get to stay within your goals. That is perfect. That's what I mean by being flexible. You're meeting your macros. You're being 80 to 90% healthy or clean, whatever you want (laughs) to, whatever you want to classify it as. And then that small, small portion, 10, 20%, you get to eat whatever you want. That is really the best thing you can do. 
You figure out your calories. You see what you're already eating. Allocate the proper portion sizing. And then you also have room to eat whatever you want. That is literally, that's the bread and butter. It's the best way to go about things. Because like I said, if you eat clean all the time, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be stressed. You're going to drive yourself insane. And you're going to be miserable. And you're probably going to break your plan eventually. Because no one, I think, should be living like that. Unless, obviously, you're a pro athlete or you're trying to compete. But I'm just going to assume that majority of my audience, they're just in it for self-improvement, to live an overall healthy and balanced lifestyle. Because just based off of what I see of, of what my audience, that's basically what they are. Just people trying to better themselves, become the best version of themselves. And that's in regarding to health, too. I don't see anybody in my audience trying to become a professional athlete or a professional bodybuilder or anything like that. And yeah, once you figure all that out, just have some room in for some cheap, some cheap food and you're pretty much good to go. Another thing as well is people look very, very closely at their sugar and their carbs and meal timing, blah, 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 blah. Look, carbs, a lot of people avoid carbs because they think it makes you fat or whatever, or that it makes you gain weight. That's not the case at all. I'm going to be making a whole video on nutrition myths. I wrote an article about it almost three years ago now. I'll just recreate it into a podcast, but I'll touch up on a few right now. Carbs do not make you fat at all. Like I said, it's calories in versus calories out. If you remember that rule about the calories, then you can basically grab your nutrition plan by the throat and make it give you whatever you want. All right. You can eat whatever you want. And that's pretty much it. You know, if you can literally have zero carbs all day, but if you eat over your calorie maintenance, guess what? You're still going to gain weight because you're eating more calories than you burn in a day. People think fats make you fat. It's the exact same concept. People think that carbs make you fat because here's the thing. When you have a very high carb meal, your body digests it relatively quickly, just depending on what type of carb it is. And then you're left hungry after an hour or two. And I mean really hungry. And then you just indulge in more food, especially if it's high carb again, it burns it again, and then it's just a whole cycle. You want to be eating foods. If you're trying, you know, if you're trying to gain weight, that is actually the perfect way to go about things. That's how I go about things. Just really high carb, really high fat and moderate protein. But for someone who has issues with appetite control, if you're finding yourself constantly hungry all the time, if you really want to stay below that TDE just a bit, then you want to find foods that are filling, which is basically going to be protein and high fiber foods. thing about protein and higher fiber is that they give a satiating effect, meaning you can eat less from a calorie perspective, but stay full for longer which is perfect for people that are trying to cut down. Another thing as well, you know, the whole sugar thing. Look, I think sugar is fine as long as you don't overdo it. If 80 to 90% of your nutrition plan is going to be clean, you seriously do not have to worry about eating too much sugar. Even if the cheat meal you have during that day is high sugar, that's fine because that's literally... All you're going to have all day, that's really going to be a sugar concern. 
Sugar should only be concerned if you're having something bad every single meal. You know, if you're having, let's say, rice, chicken with a side of salad, and then right after that, you're having like a huge slice of cake, and you have that huge slice of cake alongside every single meal, then yeah, it's probably going to be a problem. But if you just follow what I said, basically being majority clean, minority cheat, you're going to be fine. And you know, these are terms that I'm throwing out there because I want you to remember them. And I want you to remember how simple it is. Calories in versus calories out. Majority clean food, minority cheat meal food. If you remember these principles, everything else is going to fall into place. I'm just giving the details to basically elaborate on them and for people to take them and kind of create something of their own. And what I will say as well, when it comes to the macros, you're never going to be 100% spot on anyway. Just think of, you know, you can literally just Google this, you know, what's the best amount of carbs I can get, proteins, fat. But I will say, though, always start with the protein. If you're gaining weight, look to have around 0.8 grams per pound of body weight for protein. And if you're cutting, then up that to one gram. Start with the protein, see how many calories you're getting from that. And then the carbs and fat, they're going to fall into place. But honestly, if you're eating the right foods with the right portions and your your ratio of healthy food to unhealthy food is pretty much spot on, then you really don't have to worry about macros that much. But lucky for you, on all these fitness trackers, you know, I recommend people that are just starting out and don't really have a mental note of everything that they're eating as far as calories go. Just use a fitness tracker. I literally use it too. And I've been I've been in this for a few years now. So just use that. It's not only going to show you how many calories you're consuming of something. It's going to show you the macros, so how many carbs, fat, and protein it is. So I wouldn't worry too much about the macros. Just make sure you fall into a range and you don't deteriorate too far from it, whether you're having too much of something or too little of something. Just look at the calories and look at the food you're eating and everything else will fall into place. But yeah, other than that, I really don't think there's more to talk about. You know, I didn't want this to be a super long podcast because like I said, this nutrition stuff is supposed to be simple. But just because it's simple doesn't mean it's going to be easy. There is still some discipline to be involved, you know, discipline of sticking to the foods every day or every other day or every few days. When I write meal plans for clients, I do give them at least a few, at least three templates, daily templates to go off of. There's discipline in tracking the food. And then, you know, the fitness lifestyle, it basically runs on discipline, you know, discipline to show up for your workouts, discipline to make sure you're getting enough sleep, all that stuff. But assuming that you're in this game, I assume, and that you're listening to this podcast, you probably already have discipline built up. So you don't even have to worry about that. But yeah, that's basically how to make it simple, but fun, yet very, very effective. So just to summarize everything, just remember, it's about calories in versus calories out. Don't worry too much about the macros, but make sure they fall into a certain range. Forget all those fitness myths, because like I said, calories in versus calories out, that's basically going to be your foundation. 
aim for 80 to 90% clean food, but have 10 to 20% room for cheap food and eating literally whatever you want. That's the best and only way you're going to have a fun, flexible diet that you can stick to. And another thing I want to add as well is your nutrition plan is custom to you. What may work for one person may not work for someone else. I know people that are on keto diets that absolutely love it. They got great results from it. For me, if I tried going on that, I would hate it. It would not work for me because just my entire fitness journey, I've been on high carb this entire time. If I try to deter away away from that, it's just going to be very detrimental, not beneficial at all. And for me, I feel at my very, very best when I indulge in carbs. So I'm going to stick to that. Other people, they'll indulge into carbs and they won't feel that well. Again, it's very, very custom to you. So don't worry about these fad diets, these like default meal plans. You can take some inspiration and ideas off them, but create it for you. Fitness is so, so simple. It's not easy, but it's simple the way you should go about things. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this podcast. Um, If you have any questions, please just contact me on Instagram. But if you remember the key principles I talked about today in regards to calories, portions, uh, the ratio of healthy to unhealthy food, not worrying about the macros, not worrying about all those fitness myths, then you're literally going to be covered. Okay. It's not, it's not very complicated and it, or I should say it should not be complicated to reach your nutrition goals at all. It really shouldn't be. All right. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you did, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen. And I'll catch you guys next Monday.